Welcome everyone to this episode of the Women in Technology Spotlight. Today I have with me Roja. She is a software engineer, senior advisor at a healthcare provider, and she's also a featured speaker at the Women Tech Network Conference. Welcome, Roja. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you. It's my pleasure. I definitely have followed like some of the people who you have previously interviewed, so it's my honor to be here. Yep. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming here and being the next in line of our role models. And um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Roja. Yep. So I am Roja Boina. Uh, I am an engineering advisor for a healthcare domain. So I had come to US actually in 2015. I did my undergrad in computer science and I worked as like a test engineer for an uh, independent testing company. So my role was extremely, I can say monotonous during that point of time. And then I thought maybe, you know, I can just do better for, my, for myself and I can pursue an opportunity that would challenge me. And that's when I decided to do like masters in USA and I applied for University of New Haven and the good and best part is like I had got 50% scholarship then I thought like why not I'll go ahead and pursue my master's and then yeah uh, that's how I uh, completed my master's in computer science and after I have graduated you know data careers were like on rise at that point of time and being an immigrant I thought you know it would definitely give me an advantage to pursue a data career and currently, yes, I work as an engineering advisor now. And outside of my work, I volunteer with a lot of uh, women tech networks. Definitely, I am a part of women tech network where I work as a mentor, where I volunteer as a mentor. And also, I am a chapter co-lead for women in data. So, yep. Outside of my work, I really like to take like long strolls in the neighborhood and then maybe look for the coffee shops around in my neighborhood and then just read a book. Nice. So you already talked a little bit about, you know, being involved in the whole women in tech um, domain and, and mentoring and all these things. And I would like to talk about that a little later. But first, let's talk about what you do and why you enjoy doing what you're doing, if you enjoy doing what you're doing. So um, yes. yeah, tell us what, what you do on a daily basis. Yes, I really do definitely enjoy what I do. So as an engineering for uh, advisor for healthcare domain, so at the most basic uh, level, so I really like gather the business needs or requirements to say what exactly are the pain points of the business and try to understand them and build the analytical solutions for it. So when I say like analytical solutions, how do we build it? So basically by analyzing the different data sources, going through like huge volume of data and gather what exactly is the data needed and build the databases, data pipelines, and most importantly, turn the raw data into actionable insights so that empowers the users whoever are using it. So my role is definitely very closely aligned with that of a data engineer, and it has been fun and challenging at the same time to navigate it till here. But I really love what I do and data is definitely a great space to be. That is so interesting because when I saw your title, I thought that you were doing something with programming that just goes to show that uh, there's a lot behind the titles we have in tech 
that is is hidden. So what you just talked about, it sounds a lot like also uh, data science and, and data analytics and, and all this. So there's obviously a connection there, right? Uh, definitely, I would say like all these roles when it comes to data engineering, data science, you have like a certain part of it where the role overlaps, the roles and responsibilities overlaps. Mine, I wouldn't mine, I wouldn't definitely or necessarily say like a data scientist, but I'm more aligned with that of a data engineer. Mm -hmm. I see. Mm -hmm. So what is interesting about data? <laughs> mm the ability to generate the insights is the most interesting part you know for example let us say i can take like whatever it is the amount of data and i can like derive the valuable or you know meaningful insights out of it so it can be given to somebody else and then they can make like larger huge decisions out of what you have generated or the insight that you have given them so i think when you make your decisions with the right set or you know the right amount of data i think that is very powerful you are making your decisions based on the data so i think that is extremely powerful i like that so I think a lot of people are not aware that data, just as data, is not necessarily information. So what you do is you take data and you turn it into information that can be used to create a certain business outcome and, and ensure that the right data is available, I guess, right? Exactly, yep. Yeah, that is extremely useful. And I think that's also one of the domains that will be... Um, one of the most important ones going forward because we create more and more data and it's more and more important that someone takes that data and creates information out of it that is usable. Yeah. So um, you already told us that you studied computer science and then you um, decided to come to the US and, and do something more interesting and uh, you then did your master's here. Um, but what I'd like to know is what made you choose computer science to begin with? Do you have a family of computer scientists at home that, you know, pushed you into the domain or was it just something that you found interesting? I would say like neither of it, maybe I can say, but all I knew was there definitely was a buzz around computer science, you know, the degree by itself. So, but the good part was when I choose it, I know that was something right for me because you get to solve like, you know, very interesting problems. I mm -hmm. think, yep, that has really fascinated me and that really helped me to stay to something that, you know, to stick to something that I have chosen. Mm -hmm. When you went to university to study computer science, you said there was a buzz around it and you didn't actually have any, you know, idea or, or a role model that showed you what it was about. Um, what was it like? What did what did it feel like to be at university and, and you know, dive into this new world of digitalization and data and programming and all that? Yeah, I think uh, when I first did my like undergrad, most part of what I had like was theoretical, I say, I can say the knowledge that I have acquired. But when I had come to like master's and when I really started to, you know, uh, I also worked like a TA when I was studying and also teach like what I was learning. And also, you know, uh, when I was doing my coursework here, I know, you know, it was a lot more practical and also it was a lot more, uh, there are like different opportunities that you can see, you know, with what you're working or what you're learning. And that correlation for me, you know, the world outside that, you know, whatever you're learning that you can imply it out, uh, outside of the world out there was really something that was fascinating for me. 
sounds like you, even though you, you, you chose computer science because there was a buzz, you found the right thing for you. So, and, and that's not necessarily common that a woman, you know, chooses computer science, at least not, not in Europe. You know, we have this issue with gender gaps and, and all that. And um, how was it at your university at home? Were there a lot of women alongside you or was it more men? And um, what was the, the balance? Mm, I think competitively, there definitely were lesser women. And also, even when I have worked, I have noticed, you know, even in back home, I think definitely the ratio is not equal, or even I can say, closely proportionate. Yeah, there mm -hmm. definitely were fewer women that I can say in the field of computer science. And also for the matter of fact, not just in computer science, even for the mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, there definitely were fewer, fewer women comparatively. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that is uncommon, unfortunately. So um, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is maybe one of the reasons that you are so active in the women in tech scene, that you're trying to change that? Yes, that is 100% true. For me, I come from a place of like, you know, demystifying the things around the knowledge that we don't have or, you know, the things that we are not aware of. For example, when I had come to US on my own or let us say when I started like my first job in corporate America, there definitely are things that I always wish. Oh God, I wish I had known them better or, you know, I wish I had knew them before, like, you know, previously mm -hmm. before I joined my job or previously before I started my university degree for the matter of fact I wasn't really aware there was a data science master's by itself back when I was in India so now I think when I have got this enough knowledge or awareness amount not just with the tech but also with you know the courses that you can choose or the curriculum that you have got even when you're moving to masters I feel like you know a part of me that I should be really paying it forward or you know paying it back mm -hmm. so I think that really makes me to contribute to like so many of the tech communities that I'm part of Yes, absolutely. I, I absolutely agree with all that you said. Um, tell me a little bit about when you speak at the Women Tech Net Conference, for example, what topics do you choose? Do you choose topics around, you know, data or do you choose topics around mentoring and career? And what is it that you think is more important at this point? Uh, that's definitely a very tricky question because I feel like both are equally important. So I, with the Women Tech Network, I am definitely a mentor with them. And I think on whenever I interact with somebody uh, within the Women Tech Network, so the mentees that you get really depends, you know, it can be of wide range. Some are transitioning into the tech and some are like, you know, somewhere at the mid-level of their career. So they had like a different set of questions. So I think it depends actually uh, based on the person to person that you interact with. But I think both of the topics really have got a scope is what I can say. There are people out there who would be benefited by both of the information out there. Some people mm -hmm. really want to know how this space of data is like and, you know, when they are navigating. So I think uh, you sharing your knowledge or, you know, you putting it out there, what exactly it means to be in this space might really help them. And some are, you know, uh, just like starting out, maybe they're just starting out to pursue a degree or something and you then telling them out, beat also when you're working, the importance of having that right mentor for you, you know, or, you know, having a community where somebody is working on something very similar to what you're doing can mm -hmm. really accelerate your growth. And I think that 
that's exactly the reason why I feel like, you know, I want to volunteer and pay back with this community so I can share the knowledge that I have got. Yes, I feel that. I just had a conversation with one of my mentees. And um, I think one of the reasons I do this is because I want to help younger women, you know, progress more quickly than I did, maybe because they have information. Exactly. That I would have to have known. Yeah. Yeah. I think demystifying that information is like extremely important and, you know, it can be valuable to people in many ways, you know, after coming to a certain point, there might be a times like people might think, ah, oh, this is something everybody knows. Ah, oh, this is something basic, but that need not necessarily be the case. You know, there are so many times people are not aware of that information and not aware of that knowledge and demystifying that is really important very very true um we mustn't take for granted that everyone has the same exactly so obviously you and i we work on bringing more women into tech and, and making the space more accessible to others and but so let me talk a little bit about what it's like for you being a woman in this space um what is what kind of obstacles do you face? What kind of upsides do you see to working in tech? So when it comes to the obstacles, I think definitely you finding your right uh, sponsor is extremely, extremely important. So for you to grow in your career, I think you should have like uh, people or network, you know, who can vouch for you in a room full of opportunities. For me, definitely building that network or finding the right sponsor was definitely an obstacle. And I think I really had to learn how to overcome that network or find the right set of people who will vouch for you. That is definitely one of the thing. And when it comes to, and it also being in the space of tech also has its own pros. And yes, you definitely get to make it make better paycheck. But apart from it, the most important thing is you get to solve like interesting problems. I'm not sure if you would really get to solve it anywhere else. And and another important thing is you're never uh, destined to stick to a particular domain. For example, let's say you want to creatively solve problems in a healthcare. You can choose it when you want to creatively solve problems for finance. You can choose your own domain where you want to solve your problems. You want to come up with a new product that is already going on. So you can choose, you know, that you can go help and solve your problems there. So, yep. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And you mentioned a couple of very important things. And I think that's a lot uh, uh, of things that we all struggle with, especially as women, because, you know, there aren't as many women in the space. So finding sponsors that will help us uh, progress in our career, absolutely an obstacle for many women. And also networks, it has gotten better with, you know, Women Tech Network and all these uh, women working on, on creating networks, but that's absolutely something you have to look at when you start out on a career, building your own network. So thank you for mentioning that. I think that's very important to focus on. And then, of course, I also think it's important to talk about why it is uh, why it makes sense to to work in tech and being able to to work on on you know shaping the future. You said interesting problems that you would probably not be able to work on elsewhere, which is you know we are working with the technology that will shape the way the world looks. And exactly. I think that's absolutely great to be a part yeah. of. Mm. Yep, and you can get to be the part of future that you want to shape. Yeah. Yes. And that brings me to a an, an thing that is very important to me in terms of diversity and, and shaping, you know, the world. I think one of the reasons why we do need more women in tech is because we want this world that is being shaped to reflect us. 
if we have you know only men and especially white men um, creating technology that would not reflect you know the wealth of cultures and 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 people that are in the world and that's why it's so important that we are here that you are part of, of the people for example working on the data that is used to create information yeah definitely i think i believe the fact that you know the more diverse your team is the more inclusive your product can be and it's extremely important yeah absolutely and you also mentioned the paycheck i think that is also something to keep in mind right yeah. as a woman because it will make you independent and would, will allow you to lead a good life and we should all try to to um, attain that so yeah. Looking back at the young woman who set out to, to migrate to, to the US um, and thinking of other young women who are about to do that, what is it you would tell them? What tip would you give them on that, that road? Mm, the first thing that I would tell them is uh, you have to know yourself first. I think that is like extremely, extremely important thing. When I say like knowing yourself, you have to understand like, you know, what are your skills? What are your strengths? Or, you know, what is that you can really bring yourself to that table so you can just watch for yourself. And I know you can always like keep evolving. There is always an evolving version of you, but I think it's fundamentally like very essential to know yourself. So, you know, you can really be more confident. And the second thing is, as there is a saying, if you think, you can do it or you cannot do it like both are true so mm -hmm. then choose like you know yes I will do it and rather you fail it would be nice than not really trying it and not doing it yeah yeah very good advice I mean especially knowing yourself and knowing your strength and your weaknesses makes it easier to choose the right path and then remembering that what you think about the world shapes the world around you and what happens to you. So if, you, exactly. if there's something you can believe, believe that you are capable of doing something and um, you, you are. <laughs> yeah. And also that definitely another thing is uh, so many times, you know, there is something that you want and it didn't exist. I think definitely that gives you a leverage or a space that you get to create it. And mm -hmm. that even goes for tech. Like, for example, let us say you're working on something and you see like, you know, there is a role that you want and you feel like it never existed. It's up to you to leverage that opportunity and, you know, say like, hey, this is a role that I'm interested in, but I see it never existed. Can we like create like a role that is something, something mm -hmm. around this? So, you know, we can also bring in like more people like us. So I think if you see like there is something that is not existing, maybe instead of feeling it like a drawback, maybe look at it like an opportunity that, you know, okay, you can create it now. Yeah. Marvelous, because this is one of those things that I would have wished to have known when I was much younger. And funnily, I just talked to that uh, about that like an hour ago to someone. And absolutely. And in tech, the great thing is that there is so much room to shape, to shape, exactly. you know, and, and to create your own path, create your own job, you know, and, and just work on something new. Absolutely. Yep. Thank you for that insight. And thank you for giving me your time. It was a pleasure talking to you. And yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Ronki. It was really a pleasure talking to you today. <laughs>